Thunderlips is here in the flesh, baby. The ultimate male versus the ultimate meatball. <laughs> MTV. No one only a dollar ninety nine buys you at Ponderosa right now. Only at Radio Shack. So, what would you little maniacs like to do first? Live from Members Only Studios, welcome to Living in the 80s. Living in the 80s. <laughs> How you doing like tonight, Matt? I am doing good, buddy. I'm in your basement, so life's great. It is great. We just had some pizza. Oh, so good. Very on point tonight. Oh, so good. They yeah. always do good. They but... do good. Uh, we were talking off air about how we, like, our how our nights go when we're doing podcasts. All I have to do is text Matt. I'll say 5.30, yep. Pizza. Yeah. <laughs> so what that means to the to the, the, the mm-hmm. new listener, to the person who doesn't know what we're talking about, the translation is good afternoon, sir. It does five thirty still work for you tonight? Uh, yes, that would be very uh, that would be fine with me. Is there anything I need to do? Are, are we good? I'm good. Well, I would appreciate it if you picked up pizza on your way over. I can do that. I drive by on my way to your house. I would be glad to pick up a pizza for you. Perfect. I will order it online. When you go in, just go ahead and tell them you're with me, and and they'll give you the pizza. And I will say your name, and I will get the pizza, and I will bring it to your house. Now, that whole conversation can be summed up in like five text words. 5.30? Yep. Pizza? Got it. Done. Boom! That's how, you that's do how it. men do it! <laughs> and especially uh, 80s funny. men. Yeah, yes. Guys the, like, yes. Our friendship goes way back into the that's, Way that's, back in the 80s. That's the way it should be, though, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. You it's don't like, need to you, you know what your friends think. You know how to respond yeah. to them. You know how people can be people. Yes. You know, you don't have to explain yourself all the time. No sense in it. There's no, there's no, no. reason in it. Ain't got time for that. No. You can't put a harmless political post on Facebook. Oh, you cannot do and, that. And hey. expect people to act like civil people. You can't they do that like on the day of inauguration. You can't do that on the day of inauguration. No, I mean, you can't. You cannot. And if you're friends with Rob on Facebook, you know that you can't do that. Oh, my goodness. So if if you guys are Facebook friends with me, maybe you saw a very positive, encouraging, not actual political post. I, I merely said something like, hey, you know, watching the inauguration today, President Biden did a very good job. Uh, he's encouraging us all to come together as a country. Yep. And by the way, it's not his job it's our job. Yeah. I am glad that he's on board with this. Right. That's, that's pretty much the gist of what it was. That was it. That was it. Over 100 comments. People was, go back and forth fighting. I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah. how, how does that provoke anybody to go completely off the rails? Unbelievable. I get a text like at 9.15 at night from uh, our wrestling buddy, Snowball, and he, he shoots me a picture of an Adam, Adam Bomb with a little, one of those little what, GIF. Like, GIF like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He sends an Adam Bomb. He says... That's Rob's Facebook post. Go check it out. Go comment. I'm like, no way. I'm not touching it. <laughs> it is crazy, which is, yeah, I'm not a political person, no. and I really steer away from political conversations. Just for that reason right there. Yes, exactly. Like, back in the 80s, you wouldn't talk about who you voted for. 
Oh, it was it was just it was very you know, hush hush. It was very private. Yeah, thing. it's almost awkward if if you mention like that. It's just no, no. Now it's like you have to tell who you're voting for, yeah. and you have to justify it. And for then some I will reason. tell you why you're wrong. <laughs> exactly. Gosh, it's crazy. Miss the '80s. So what we're gonna do? We're gonna take a tiny little break here, and we're gonna come back, and Matt and I are going to wax eloquently about the year 1982. So hang in there. We'll be right back. Thank you for listening to Living in the 80s. We want to take this opportunity to thank all of those that helped make this possible. First and foremost, we want to thank Anchor for providing this platform for us to share this podcast. We also want to thank Apple Music, Spotify, Amazon Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Tuned In Radio, and about a dozen others. We also want to give a special thank you to Star1079.com and Roundtown Radio, where you can hear this podcast weekly. Also, be sure to check us out at our website at livinginthe80s.us and, of course, on our Facebook page, Living in the 80s. Thanks, and back to the show. So, Matt, here we are. In 1982. Yes, the year of our Lord. Yes. yes. So, what was a young Matt Moore doing oh, in 1982? Okay, honestly and truthfully, this was one of my favorite years. And it's just because it was my seventh seventh grade year, seventh going into my eighth grade year that fall. Um, it was a big year for me, personally. Um, I mean, just to kind of paint the picture... Uh, as, as a freshman in high school, I was four foot eleven. Okay, so I, I'm just a wee little guy. So in seventh grade, I was like, You're like Zacchaeus. Fair, I was like a wee little man. Yeah, yeah. Wee little man was he? I I I, I was I was four eleven as a freshman. So in seventh grade, I was probably like three foot eight. I don't know. I was really small, real short <laughs> for my age. Well, maybe you're four foot eleven from like third grade on. Maybe I don't know. Mm-hmm. But I, I was short. Now, like my sophomore year, I was five eight, and like now I'm six foot, almost six one. So. I had a growth spurt, but when I was in seventh grade, I was tiny. I was that little guy, real tiny little guy. I was just, I was just, just a small, fella. just a little guy. And so, but but what I remember, uh, a big thing for me was in basketball, and I was I made the seventh grade team. I was very excited about that. And but I was the guy that got to play like the last thirty seconds of a game, like maybe maybe fifteen seconds on the clock. Coach Smith would be like more, and I'd be at the end of the bench. Wait a second. I was that guy. Y- your hat is that Hamilton Township? Your hat? No, no. It's like an HT there. It's Tim Hawkins. It is. Okay. It is HT. Oh yeah. Okay. But we say Hamilton Township. Yeah. Okay. Could be. Hey me high, baby. Woo. So so um, I'll say yeah. Yes, it is. Yes, it is Hamilton Township. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so so I but I in seventh grade I was a kid that, that got to never I, games I wouldn't play and games I played like a minute and I was really broken hearted by that and then me and Scott Tegner. We we worked all summer that, that year, nineteen eighty two. We worked. I mean, we played basketball every day in the, his backyard. And in eighth grade, came back. I was captain of the team. Started every game. Played like every. I mean, I was and then like ninth grade. Skip freshman. I was on captain JV as a freshman. I mean, it just went. This whole basketball thing kind of took off for me. But in seventh grade, never played. Never. But it was a motivator. It was a wow. good year where. I could never got time, but I was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna play next year. Dag on it, oh me and Scotty Tigner, buddy, we played our or Martin, not Scotty, Mark, Scotty's his brother. I like Scotty. If you're here, what's up, Scotty? Uh, he lives here in Grosse. 
But uh, but Mark Mark was my dude. Me and him, Mark, we we play what's guy play too. But we we played basketball every day. You know, it was a that like was the a, vision quest of basketball. I mean, dude, nineteen eighty two was a Training. year of backyard basketball for me. That's what we did. Nice. Ride bikes, play basketball. Were you still Were you still riding wheelies? Oh, dude. As as I shared before, this is like two years the later book. from the original wheelie story. You're probably right. a I am, yeah. By this time, I've got. You know what? About this time, when I was moving into mopeds. You yeah. riding wheelies on your moped? Yes, I no can way. do. Yes, you can. Yo, no, yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah, like, I would it. be afraid of jacking it up. Like I, my brother had a moped. I think kinda, in eighth grade, you know. so this could be the end of eighth too. I was into the. I was getting into the moped phase. I was no kidding. I was rocking the mopeds, and we had like a gang. There was like about I mean, a gang was, of moped riders. Dude, we were so bad. I mean, we were awesome. In Hamilton Meadows, a vicious, <laughs> vicious. I mean, I don't want to say we were we imposed fear, but we we imposed did fear. Did you like did you like strap a, a boombox in the front of one of them, playing like Eye of the Tiger, and you're going down the street? And it stuff? was the '80s, Rob. Of course we did. I mean, it of was. Do we in, in in that year also we would ride our mopeds to Groveport Pool. And, mm-hmm. and that was we hung out at the Groveport pool a lot, and that was okay. uh, so yeah we like play basketball, go to the pool, ride bikes. I mean it's good stuff. Nice mopeds, were, that was good stuff right there. <laughs> yeah. So my 1982 you? was uh, let's see, beginning of 1982, I was a uh, sophomore in high school, and um, I uh, you know. Was like Get a, your license? Uh, that was later. Okay. Yep. So I was I was 15, sophomore in high school. Um, not really a whole lot going on. Hung around with my church friends a lot. Yeah. School friends some. Um, everything changed in the summer of 82 for me. Oh, yeah? Yeah. It was a big year for me, too. Yeah. So I, uh, you know, I remember my, my church youth group, we took this trip to Washington, D.C. We've talked about it on here before. And uh, that's when Kevin saw ET and didn't cry. Oh, yeah. yeah. We're, and we'll, we'll, we'll talk about yeah, that we'll later. Yeah, we'll talk about that later. Yeah. yeah. So um, we did that. Um, the um, I turned you know sixteen in July, and then in August I got my driver's license. Wow, game changer. Oh, it sure was. Because I mean, not I mean now I could go where I wanted, Ooh. and I could like go on dates with girls. And so here's a here's a fun story. So uh, I'd only been driving a short time. I was on a double date with a friend of mine and his girlfriend. And, Please say their names. And my Please. girlfriend. No, Please say their names. names are protected. <laughs> we have to protect some of these names here. Um, uh, it's not who you're thinking about. It's somebody okay. else. <laughs> All right, good. So um, there was a... Uh, we were out on a Saturday night mm-hmm. and, um, you know, just doing what kids do, hanging out, right. whatever, you know. Uh, my mom and dad had this gold station wagon, so that's what I had to go out on dates with. Sweet. So, yeah. The seats went down. That was really cool. Hello. So, we're out on this date and it happened to be the night of the time change. Okay. You know, you know how time changes and, yeah. you, you know, that you at, fall back an hour two in the morning. or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I, I get my date home late and and her dad was a pastor oh boy here we go <laughs> and and I'm, I'm trying to explain away to him how the time change was somehow <laughs> to blame for me getting his daughter home an hour late yeah yeah i was kind of thinking she probably should be home before 2 a.m yeah now i i think he knew me better and knew my intentions were not 
impure. Right, sure. <laughs> so he kind of, like, he made me squirm. I'll be honest with you. He made me squirm. But he cut you a little slack. He did cut me a little slack. Very good. So um, I uh, I ended up um, uh, leaving there that night. Um, sure. I, I don't think I peed. Okay. No, I could have. Yeah. could have. But he, he never raised his voice at me. He just sat there very stoically and listened. Give that, that that fear that dads give. Oh yeah, that's you know good. that dad. Oh, fear. dads, good. you know. We work on it. That's good. Yeah, it's so craft. yeah. It's craft. So that that was that. Um, a lot of music I listened to in the eighties. Yeah. We'll talk about that later. Sure. But uh, yeah, I was just happy to be driving, man. Oh yeah, just happy to be driving, getting that freedom. Dude, seventh grade was when I was probably starting the girlfriend thing. I mean, yeah. you know, I was kissing on girls before then. You know, you. Go to parties and you have little kissing games or okay, whatnot. I can't say everything. Come on, can't do, <laughs> can't do that. I just figured. I know, know. no, it's not. Right. <clears throat> but but yeah, but we. I mean, there was a bunch of girls you may have kissed through like the elementary years and whatnot. You know, um, but uh, yeah, it was seventh grade was the girlfriends. I was yeah. when you like the little notes. You know, will you go with me? And you get you folded School up. School dance. You can't wait till the slow dance. Oh man, you can't wait for that stuff. Remember the, Which we'll talk about later too. Sure, that's yeah. coming up. But the uh, but the, there's little notes and you fold them up and then you tuck that thing in. You know, you know the notes, school notes. Oh yeah, that was seventh grade. Kind of fold them fancy. Yeah, 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 fancy. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, so, but uh, yeah, seventh grade was the girlfriend. And also, I remember it's so weird. I, I think I think I mentioned this before. I, I remember remember the blue jacket. It was. Remember telling you a story about the blue jacket? I. I don't remember. I, I had I, I had a blue windbreaker, okay, mm-hmm. and it had had like a zip, the hood and a zipper, but it zipped up. You know what I'm saying? But oh. it was like a, a royal blue. I mean, it was a blue. It wasn't members only. It was not a members only. Okay. But it, I, I remember it kind of had the same style a little bit. But there was a hood zipped up in my umbrella, in my umbrella, but in my in the the neck of my coat, and it was kind of poofy, you know? Yeah. And and I wore that in seventh grade. And I went to and being uh, little when the wind blew did it like kind of take you away at, at like times, lift you off your feet. I, I kind of really yeah be, okay. be positioned to yeah. do that. But I went to a high school basketball game and a senior, a senior had the exact same coat that I had on, which kind of like you know word got out validated. Yes, your coolness. Word, word got out that I was pretty cool, you know, because yes. I was wearing the same kind of coat that the senior dude was wearing. He was a really cool, dude. Which kind of vicariously now I'm, I'm I became cool. You yeah. know that coat had a lot to do with it. I ain't kidding. You. That coat gave really? me cred. Well, I got you some know cred. what? Now that you say that, I will tell you this: that in 1982 is when I got my first. Here we go. Members only jacket. Shut up! It's really? Black. You got a yeah. black member? I had only. a black one and a gray one. Oh. I had the black one first. Got the gray one later. But I wore that that thing like we called them stud jackets. Oh. That's what that's what the fellas <laughs> called them. A stud jacket. So I had I had my. Oh. And here's another fun story about 1982. Like I told you, I was driving at this point. Okay. And it was probably about. It was like the fall of '82. I got my first um, non-paper route job. Mm-hmm. It was a trucking company called Mason Dixon. Okay. I would drive there after school, and uh, no wait, you know what? That was 1980. Well, I, I worked there in '82. Okay. The, the cool story, I'll, I would save it for next week, but I'll tell you now. I might even tell it twice. But um, what I would do is, before I had, after I got my own car, uh, which is a 1967 Chevelle. We've talked on it before. Yes, yep. 
in my opinion, the greatest car of all time. Okay. Everybody's first car is probably their favorite. Okay. But um, I, I would drive from school to work, which is about 10 minutes away, um, and I would... Uh, I would dress into work clothes as I was driving. Yes. Now, I'm 16 years old, driving down the road, changing everything, maybe even, I don't think I changed my socks. But everything else, <laughs> socks and underwear were the same, everything oh, yeah. else. I'm, I'm getting dressed, we're I'm good. driving. Yeah. You know, yeah, you're kind of hoping for a red light so you can pull that pant leg all oh, the way up. Oh, for sure, yeah. And, and, you know, somebody pulls up next to you and you've got no pants on, you look over. So, knowing you have yeah. no pants on and just kind of thinking it's funny inside. Yeah, yeah it, was, sure. it was me. Did we have to wear seatbelts in 82? I don't uh, think anyone yeah, did. Yeah, I think, yeah, we yeah Was we it a law? To. Was it a law? I don't think it was a law just yet, but huh. um, it was, uh, you know. I, I remember kind of. I, my kind mom, of, always, I always have to promise my mom I would, was, was wearing mine. So I always feel I like if you got in a car with a buddy and they buckled up, you looked at him like, Nerd. <laughs> oh, okay. Let's put our seatbelts on. You know. Well, sometimes like I would buckle the seatbelt and then put it behind me. Yeah, I'd yeah. do that some. That way, I couldn't lie to my mom. There you go. Oh, yeah, my seatbelt oh, was there. I wore it, Patty. Had my seatbelt. Was there? It was fastened. There it is. It was behind me. So, the world in 1982 was a much different place than it is right now. Yes, it is. Yeah. So yes, it was. Yeah, yeah, it was. And again. Great year, <clears throat> good year. Are, yeah. are we are we going? Are we starting talking about the year? Is Let's that start talking about it, man. Uh, well, president, the greatest president ever, Ronald Reagan. Ronald Wilson Reagan. There it is. There if it you is. think any different, you can fight me. You, well, so, you, <laughs> just say it on the internet; they'll fight you. Oh, they'll fight you. Yeah, yeah. they they could agree with you and still fight you on stuff. For sure, so, for sure. So uh, yeah, Ronald Reagan was the president. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what the cost of a new home was. Uh, tell me what the cost of a new home was. According to the intranet, $83,900. Yeah, yeah. Which we talked about this a couple weeks ago. That seems a little high Mm -hmm. for this part of the country. Yeah, uh, because the average house house income uh, on my list is around $23,000 for for a house income. Yeah, yeah. So that seems, yeah. It's a little high for the the house price to be that much. Seems to be, seems to be. Postage stamp was twenty cents. Yeah. Now yeah. It, it's fifty, isn't it? Fifty, yeah, fifty-one. Who? Who? Uh, but does anybody still I, mail? You know what? Here's what I do. I go and buy my little booklet of forever stamps, and I use them till they're gone. That takes about six months to a year. Yeah. I easy. don't mail. I get mail, but I don't usually mail a lot of things out. Hmm. So, um, let's see. Gallon of gas. Gallon of gas. What? Uh, about what? Ninety cents, maybe. Ninety cents. Yeah. I got a dollar thirty here. I got ninety on mine. Huh? Which nineteen eighty two are you living in? I'm living in the nineteen eighty two from nineteen eighties flashback. Oh, that nineteen eighty two. Gotcha. So, well, here, here's something that is kind of interesting. <clears throat> I've got a a Sony nineteen inch color TV. Mm-hmm. What do you think something like that run you in 1982? A 19 inch now. 19 inch? I would guess about 250 bucks. Let's try $500. Are you serious? $499 for a I, 19 inch. I am pretty sure that is the size TV that we had at the Fod House. I yeah. think it was a Sanyo. Yeah. But I, I'm pretty sure it was a 19 inch TV. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. And, the and screen. We thought, That's a big screen. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and like I just bought like a fifty-five incher for probably like two two fifty. Yeah, yeah. I bought a fifty-five inch TV. It's been about a year and a half ago now, 
and maybe two years. I, I probably spent four hundred hundred yeah. bucks for Isn't it. Isn't that crazy? Which, you know, it would be great. Like I, I've often thought about this. If I could like take my sixteen-year-old self, put him in a DeLorean, come to today oh. to see the technology. Take him to Best Buy. Oh my! Go goodness. to Best Buy. We 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 just in, in there the other day, and they've got TVs now. There's like. Like paper thin. I mean, like wow. like thinner. Th- like I'm holding a notebook. You got a legal tablet. Here. Li- literally that thin, and and it's all flat, and it goes on your wall, and it's 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 there's no it's nothing. It's That's that. Nuts. That is absolutely. And, and it has like a little cord that comes out the bottom, which attaches to your sound bar, and that's where all your stuff comes in. But the the TV would be like eighty inches, and it's it's not even a quarter of an inch thick. That's bananas. Insane. It is insane. I wish Marty would fly would see that. I want to see Marty's face when he saw that. You know, if he was, you know, what I'm saying. Yeah. That'd be it. He was so caught up in getting back, like went back to the fifties. He he didn't really like. He wasn't in awe. Like, yeah. at first, he's looking around like, wow, this is 1955 and what it looks yeah, like. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, I want to check it out here a little bit. But then he didn't really, like, no. absorb it. He was so so fixated on getting back to 1985, which I am. To I'm get fixated back to, to get the back future. to 1985. Right. Yeah, that's true. That's but, true. yeah, it's... Uh, pretty pretty good stuff. Crazy. Uh, well, what about some things that, that happened, maybe? Sure. Uh, well, okay, it's kind of more music-related, but uh, back then is. It's kind of like culture related, but Daggone Michael Jackson's Thriller came out. I, I heard he had an album called Thriller. Did you hear about that? I heard that. I heard it was heard it was a, a it was, very well done. It, very polished. It, there there's a couple of songs that made it on huh. this one. I don't know if you've really? ever yeah. heard of him. Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson. Is Michael. he related to Joe Jackson? Similar. Similar. Okay. Yeah. He, For those of you guys who don't know, Joe Jackson is a is a British white Singer, like a new wave. <laughs> he's singer. good. Yeah. He's actually but good. Michael Jackson does have a dad. Yeah, his name's Joe Jackson. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, sorry, I just went nerd right there. I apologize. It happens. So uh, seven people died from oh. uh, Tylenol. Do, do, uh, Cyanide got in the Tylenol, the Tylenol factory, and seven people in Chicago died. I I, li- I totally remember that. I yes. mean, I remember this playing out on the news and just. Every, they're pulling the Tylenol all from, from everywhere. Yeah. I mean, that was scary. So after that, like, now, you know, we have the, the childproof caps. Like, mm-hmm. when you buy things, it may be shrink-wrapped and put in a box and glued shut. If seal is broken, do not use kind of thing. Yeah. It's all because of that Tylenol incident Isn't back that in 1982. Isn't that something? Yeah, it completely changed our lives. It did. Yeah. That's, you, you don't even think about that stuff. don't even think about it. You don't Crazy. even think. Yeah. What else you got? What are some other things? Uh, Epcot. Epcot. Ep- Epcot, the futuristic uh, part of Disney, yes. opened up in 1982. It's not so futuristic anymore. No. It was supposed to be like the year 2320 or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Now you look at it like, looks hmm. like looks like 1992. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so, yeah. It opened up. That was, I think that's, but that's kind of neat, you know, in 82. Yeah. Um, also, in, in uh, Disneyland, Used to, if you went to Disneyland back in the day, you had to pay per event. Like, if you want to ride Space Mountain, that's four bucks. If you want to do something else, five bucks. So, in 82, though, they started having uh, just, you know, you pay for your entrance and you're good to go. Yeah. Kind of neat. Well, which is, uh, to me, which is, that, that really, I wonder what took Disney so long. Because, like, we would go to Kings Island and Cedar Point here right. in Ohio. And that's the way it 
it was it in always, the 70s. Right. Like, you you know, back then you pay like 10 bucks, you ride all the rides all day. All day. Uh, I don't know why Disney took so long to do that. It's, it's but kind of it's a funny because they, they keep raising that price. You know they do. Keep raising that you price. You know, it, I mean, if you haven't been to Disney lately. They are not a nonprofit organization. There is a profit. Yes. But you know what? It is crazy that, like, Disneyland has been closed, like, for a year now. That's insane. Yeah. Because, like, I mean, before. before is, it, is it totally closed? The Disneyland is not okay. Disney World is is open. Disney, yeah, because I had some friends yeah. that went yeah, there. They're, they're back open over Christmas. Okay, gotcha. But like Disney World was uh, is never closes except for I think that nine eleven it closed for that one day, mm-hmm. and other than that, I mean that thing's always open. Wow, crazy, good stuff. Uh, Princess Grace of Monaco died in an automobile accident Aww. that happened in nineteen eighty two. Uh, Henry Fonda passed away. Did he really? Yes, he did. So, On Golden Pond yeah. was a swan song, and he was out. So. Oh, because yeah, did, did that come out that year, On Golden Pond? Uh, it came out, I believe, in 81. Yeah. We we talked about it either last week or the week oh, yeah. before. So. There was a, uh, a armored car robbery in New York where $9.8 million was stolen in 1982. Think about that. That's like $70 billion today. <laughs> That's insane. That's a it's the one largest uh, cash robberies in American history. That's but nuts. that's insane. That's yes. ten million bucks in eighty two. I don't. That's crazy. Cats opened on Broadway. Mm. Yeah. So you want to you want confess anything? You ever? Uh, you know what? I have never, have I have it? never seen Cats. I what I have seen like on TV, mm-hmm. like from the thing, it looks. Stupid to me. Okay, okay. They made a movie. Did you see the movie? Taylor Swift. Yes. You know what? I. I, Yes or no? no, It's a simple question. Did Did you see the movie? I will say that I tuned in for just like a second because it was on one of the channels. I'm like, this is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. Okay. And I moved on. So, how about you? You seen it? Uh, I've not seen the play, but I've seen the movie. I, 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 I live with. I live, with, I live with a woman who does dance and, you know, Shelly dances and I got, you know, I got, I got a 12-year-old. Of course so, I'm saying that. So here, here's a question. Is it as dumb as the 15 seconds I watched? Ah, you're pretty spot on. It was pretty good. You, oh, pretty I good. I, I, I never could understand the fixation with that movie. Yeah, I, 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 it, wasn't, it wasn't the greatest thing I've ever Jeez. seen. So, no. Uh, Barney Clark was the first artificial heart transplant. Isn't that trippy? That we is had trippy. a heart transplant yeah. in 1982. Yowza, yeah. wowza. That's nuts. Oh. So, uh, any other um, any other big events news-wise before we move uh, on to sports? Let's see. Uh, um, I mean, there's a bunch of stuff. Seems like there's a lot of, a lot of bombings and Oh, USA Today started their circulation. Oh, I used to read USA Today a lot. Not before 1982, you didn't? No, not before 1982. I remember one thing I used to do, this is probably more in 85-ish, is a lot of times like I would take my lunch break, I'd go to a place like Pizza Hut, I'd go get a personal pan pizza. Oh, before you tell your story, isn't, wasn't that, I mean, the in the 80s, to eat a personal pan pizza... That was, was great with a with a uh, with some soda and a red cup. There's, there wasn't much better. I, I drink pop. Yeah, yeah, pop. Yeah. yeah, I mean, really, there wasn't much better. Than there that. wasn't. It, it, that tells me you're living Pete, good. Pizza Hut. If you were listening, somewhere somehow in your vaults 
you have to have a recipe yes. for the way your pizza tasted back then. Yes. Because today, today's it's version not, no. is, is not delicious. No, if you tell the someone... The grandstand we had tonight much destroys Now, if, if you say I just ate a personal pizza, Pizza Hut tonight, I mean, I would kind of think, ah, you know... But but I uh, but boy when you heard nineteen eighty two nineteen eighty two Pizza Hut pan pizza you're you're living oh yeah you're living yeah, good sure. but I, I would I would go get my you know my lunch t- that was a typical lunch for yeah. me and then I would uh, read the USA Today while I'm waiting for it hmm. so the whole thing or a certain section no, I would read life uh, life and sports life and sports and and yeah. I would look, I would look at the front page to see if there's anything that that you know. I needed to know about, yeah. and there usually wasn't. Okay, yeah. So, well, um, seven spe- people die of Tylenol. Oh, look, the Reds won. Yeah, that's kind of how yeah. it goes. There, there was in um, what do you call it the uh, the Times Man of the Year. Yeah, in nineteen eighty-two, the Man of the Year was the computer. Yes, which I'm sure, like Joel, he already knew that. Joel McBride, he already knew that. Oh, he, you knew Joel. Knew if that. I would have said, "Hey, Joel, who's Times Man of the Year nineteen two, He would have just said. So when you guys tune in to uh, Living in the Shade of an 80s Arcade yes. podcast. Search it. And you hear Joel talking, just know that Joel has that knowledge already. Oh, he's That Times Man of the Year 1982 was, in fact, the computer. The computer. He knows that stuff. Joel's a computer. Joel, Joel is a computer. Yeah. Remember, what was the computers with a name? How? Hey, hey, what's that? Haley? How? Maybe not. Okay. I have no idea what you're talking about. Right you know, uh, apparently I don't either. Let's move on. Okay. <laughs> so that was that. Uh, there's some toys. Let, let, we could cover. I got a little section on toys here. Oh, sure. Uh, Tommy Tronic Tron game. L- little arcade games is, was uh-huh. a big thing. Um, the Odyssey 2 video gaming system come out, uh, which looks very cheesy. Mm-hmm. And it was 149 bucks. Wow. Which is crazy. Uh, what was it? Oh yeah, um, oh, oh uh, not a toy, but uh, the first compact disc player, like a portable thing, sold in Japan first time, nineteen eighty-two. Probably five hundred dollars. Oh yeah, probably. probably. Do you remember your first compact disc player? Yes. When I mean, do you, I I, re- I remember thinking because I, I I saw commercials where they would like be jogging with it and like. Of course, I mean, you know, now we know how huge it was, but yeah. like they'd be running with it. And I remember thinking, how can you do that? You know, yeah. How can you run with a, yeah. a laser music machine? <laughs> like, how's it not skip? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. But if you, if you had the early CD players in your car, though, they would skip when you hit them. Oh, my goodness, yeah. <laughs> they, got, they got better with technology. They did. Um, so for for the the Jason Peitzmeyers of the world, I'm sorry, the big J's of the world. Big J. Books. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> What'd you say? Books. books. <laughs> so some of the top books of 1982 were oh, Masters yeah. of the Game by Rodney Sheldon. Of course. Valley of Horses by Gene Awell. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Let's see. Um, Better Homes and Gardens, new cookbook. There you go. Jane Fonda's workout book by Jane Fonda. Imagine that. This is why we don't talk That's about books. That's why you don't talk about books Nobody on a podcast. Jeez. But one nope. thing they do care about is the sports. That's right. Let's get so, to some yes. sports. I, and I know you get excited when you think about who won the Super Bowl in 1982. 
Do you, do you get a little excited about that? A little that? bit. A little bit. Whatever. Let them, let them have it, man. That's it. I don't. I don't know. It's something about who is it? Oh, the 49ers. Yeah. Whatever. That was a great team, man. Who, who was who was the, who was the quarterback back then? Was that Joe Montana? Joe Montana. Joe Montana. Yeah, he, he was a quarterback until uh, early '90s when uh, Steve Young took over. But very good. Yeah. Joe. Joe Montana. Montana. Who else? What else we got there? In sports side. Oh. Uh, the um, national football champion. You could tell this is a long time ago. Penn State. Oh, man. wow! Oh, man. They were relevant, and they were the college football champions. That's 1982. <laughs> so, 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 so you guys wonder why we kid. We are both diehard Buckeye fans. Yes, we are. Penn State is in the Big Ten the conference. Big Ten, yes, in the uh, in the East Division, which is same con- same division we are in. They've beat us like one time in the last ten years. But it was a painful, so. painful, it was a loss. painful. But it was a fluke. Mm-hmm. But uh, th- th- they're a rival, and they're they're a worthy opponent. They are. But they anytime are. we can make fun of them, we're going to. Absolutely. Not as fun as Michigan. Michigan. Yeah, we don't yeah. like. Michigan. They say Michigan, but it's Mitch. Mitch. M I C H doesn't make a sh sound. No, it does not. It yeah. does. There's a lot of things wrong. Uh, let's see. Uh, they did. They, they defeated Georgia 27-23 in the Cotton Bowl. There you go. So imagine that's a pretty good game. Because the Heisman Trophy winner was my guy, Herschel Walker. Herschel Walker, yes. baby. Yeah. Okay. He, he, was, he was like a good character guy and just an awesome, bigger-than-life football star. Like it. Really loved that guy. I like that. Who the uh, the World Series that year? Uh, World Series would be um, the St. Louis Cardinals. St. Louis Cardinals. Yes, they defeated the Milwaukee Brewers four games to three. And back then, Milwaukee was in the American League. Now mm-hmm. they're in the National League Central with the Cardinals. Oh, there you go. So, yeah. Little little nerd alert popped up there. Just kind of sure quick. Did. Just kind of snuck out of when, when you when you can quote baseball stuff. I don't think that makes you kind of a nerd unless you're getting specific. Batting averages, okay, okay. No, on players okay. that are obscure and, That's and fair. nobody knows. That's fair. So, That's fair. Okay. the The National League MVP was Dale Murphy for the okay. Atlanta Braves. Yeah. So we talked about this a while back. How we'd catch all these Braves games before wrestling would come on, or they would cut wrestling short because the Braves were on. So we got to really know like Dale Murphy and Bob Horner and those guys, and th- those Braves teams were were. We're starting to get good. This is before they were really good, but uh, we watched Dale Murphy every day. Oh, yeah. They were always on the Superstation. It's right, always on, yeah. always on. Uh, the American League MVP was Robin Yount. Okay. Yeah. So, what about the NBA, Matt? Uh, who, you know what? My list don't have the, who the NBA champs were. I hope your I hope your list does because you it just said does. So you uh, got. The Los Angeles Lakers beat the Philadelphia 76ers four games to two. Well, it, back then it was going to either be the Lakers, Sixers, or the Celtics one. Because, I mean, they right. seemed to do all the winning back in the 80s. Yeah, and then the, the Pistons came along in yeah. Like oh, the yeah, later yeah, yeah. 80s. Throw, yeah, but you got to throw but Pistons th- This there. time here it was pretty much three teams. Yeah. Uh, the MVP that year, though, was Moses Malone for Houston. Yep. And the NCAA National Champions, North Carolina. North Carolina. 32-2. Wow. That's that's pretty impressive. That's pretty impressive. Yeah. That's that's not bad. That's crazy. So um, th- that that's what we got for uh, for sports. From sports. Yeah. I got uh, see. I got a couple of little things. 
uh, that started in '82. Okay. Uh, like, uh, well, like the game Trivial Pursuit. Pursuit came out. Yeah. Uh, that was kind of. I was always really good at Trivial Pursuit, believe it or not. Okay, I don't believe that. <laughs> I don't believe that. But I mean, if you if you say you did, um, Burles and James Wine Course was a big thing. Not saying they came out in '82, but they were. That's when they started kind of they trending, if you will. Okay. Yeah, they were. They were pretty big. Thank you for your support. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. That was the big, the big push. That was it. Um, and, and also there was a uh, an adult beverage, another another adult beverage that uh, was um, debuting in 1982. Uh, a little dilly dilly, if you will. Bud Light. Bud Light. Wow. It can't, I mean, a lot of our listeners are probably very familiar. With the old Bud Light. They probably are. I would imagine so. So and th- this was pre-Spuds McKenzie. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It was yeah. Spuds Party Dog. Yeah. That's right. That's right. That's Everybody funny. knows Spuds. But yeah, yeah so, so Bud Light came out in, in 82, and, uh, and I'm sure most have had their fair share of some... Of Bud Light. Of some light time. So. Yes. What else you got? Anything else? Uh, that's, that's about what I've got for, for that... Um, We've got some other kind of trivias coming up here. We, we got, do, we do. We need to talk some music. You got some, uh, you got some TV, TV shows. TV. We've yeah. got some uh, movies here, music. So what we're gonna do? We're gonna take another quick break. We'll come back with you know uh, what we consider the coolest stuff of the eighties. Yes, is, is our media that we consume. So there it is. Uh, give us a, just a second here from our sponsors, and we'll be right back. We're gonna assume that an ad played right there. Maybe it did, maybe it didn't. The last couple of weeks we've plugged it in there. It's not played. Who knows? If not. If not, try be sure it. to use Anchor for your podcast. Anchor. Yeah. Anchor. <laughs> the choice of podcasters everywhere. Anchor. 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 Jimkata. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, back to 1982. Yep. And as kids, we watched good amount of TV back in 1982. Mm-hmm. We did. Now, this was kind of like the tail end of my TV watching, because you know, yeah, I'm starting to drive, so if Saturday Night Live is the one show that I consistently watched, right. these others, yeah, maybe. Mm-hmm. So, the number 10 show, The Love Boat. You know what? I, I'm, I'm loving me some Love Boat. And like yeah. now, on like the MeTVs and, and that kind of stuff, you see yep. the Love Boat shows, uh, I mean, we're, we're big fans. My, oh, yeah. my wife and I, we Shelly, we love these because uh, this is kind of where our affection for cruising began. Yes, I mean we 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 love the the cruise, mm-hmm. and uh, I think a lot of it started was just seeing all the cool stuff on Love Boat and going to Puerto Vallarta. So, what is it you like to do? Cruise, baby. You know, when Smokey sings, it's like violins. See that? I mean, if that song don't make you even want to cruise a little bit more, come on, man. Well, you know, it kind of helps plug the Living in the 80s uh, Facebook page as well. Why is that? Because if you if you look today, today's song of the day was Smokey Sings See? by ABC. There you go. So Smokey Sings cruising right here. There it We're is. We're talking about cruising the See, love boat. I mean, it's, it's, that's how you do your product audience, man. That's it. All comes back to living in the eighties. It all goes. That's good. That's just work. It's like a puzzle. It is. But yeah, I used to love watching uh, the love boat too when I was younger. 
Um, seeing the celebrities that would show up every week. I am a sucker for 70s TV. Yeah. Like, you talk about me TV being right. Like, yeah. I will stop and if I'm going through and I find something, I'll just stop and watch. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. At least for a little bit. Yeah. It's like, man, you know, you remember I, sitting on the on the floor of the living room watching TV, mm-hmm. eating popcorn. Totally. Yeah. I, I'm, oh, I'm a sucker man. for that stuff as well. You know, here's a guilty pleasure that I have that I would say most of our listeners probably don't remember this. You may not even remember this What's show. That? Love American Style. Love American. I'm familiar with it, but I'm... I, I, I believe, if memory serves me correctly, it was about an hour-long show. It was in the... I think it started maybe like 69 or 70. It ran in the early 70s. And it was basically three 20-minute short stories of you know people falling in love or misunderstandings or whatever right. that actually um, spawned Happy Days. Oh, really? Yeah, Happy Days came from a Love American-style oh, episode. Wow. I think Richie was on a date or something. Shut up. can't remember up. exactly, but yeah. Shut so, up. That's yeah. awesome. So, well, does that have to do with the love boat? No. Nothing. Nothing. No. But, so, number nine. Love, love boat. We, we, we've talked about this show a hundred times. What's that? We can't so much enough love for Dukes of Hazard. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, Bo, Luke, Daisy. Roscoe, oh, Enos, Boss I Hog. Mean, yeah, Flash. Cooter. 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 Yep. Here we go. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> well. So now the question is. Number you, eight. Yeah. <laughs> Falcon Crest. Falcon Crest. That's great. Yeah, one of the nighttime soaps along uh, Dynasty, yeah, Dallas. Okay. Yep, Falcon's Crest. Okay, <laughs> we're, 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 up, we're up to Falcon's Crest. Yeah. Okay, and then let's just move on up. Let's, yeah, let's just highlight these. Three's Company's on the list. Simon and Simon. Magnum P.I. Magnum P.I. Dynasty. MASH. MASH. You know number MASH three. is on there. Yep. Um, number two, Dallas, number one. 60, 60 minutes. Blah, 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 yeah. blah, 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 blah. But uh, there's a couple shows on here. Too Close for Comfort was number 19. Too Close for Comfort. Really? Yeah. Oh, uh, Ten nine. Yeah, I love Monroe. Yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> that was for you, Mike Moore. Yeah, that's good. I know you like my Ted Knight impersonation. He does. He does like that. <laughs> uh, let's see. The Fall Guy was a big hit back then. It was. It Lee was. Majors. Lee Majors. We, we more remember as a six, six million dollar man. man. But yep. The Fall Guy is that introduced us to Heather mm-hmm. Thomas. Hello. Yes. Very cute. Very cute. Uh, New Heart was a big show. One Day at a Time. Jefferson's. The A Team. There it is. That was a huge show. B.A. Barakas. Yes. He got the job because of Rocky Three. Imagine that. So Rocky Three was a very pivotal, very pivotal movie. Back it, it was because we, we discussed it. It basically launched Hulk Hogan back into the limelight of wrestling. Yes. Because he was kind of walking out of one alliance. But but it was so big that Ben oh, yeah. said, I want him back and I'm going to capitalize. Well, w- without you know Hulk Fun. Hogan becoming a multi-star in Hulkamania, we wouldn't have had WrestleMania. Yeah, correct. And all everything that went after it. Mm-hmm. So, yes, Rocky Three, Sylvester Stallone, we salute you. There you go. All right. Uh, movies. Let's talk about some movies. Top movies of 1982. We'll go from... Uh, we'll go from... Uh, Five to one. Okay, what do you get? No, I've got a couple. My list, which uh, my my list of number five, I've got Porky's. 
Porky's. Porky's is not on my list here, Bob. Shut up. No. I wonder whose list know. is better. I don't know. Mine is the best little whorehouse in Texas. Very did a, similar. Did a very hundred, similar. 105 million. Yeah, they are very, very similar. similar. $105 million at the box office. $105 million? $105 million. See, that's number nine I remember that. I think it was Dolly Parton, Burt Reynolds. Yep, 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 yeah. yep, yep. Don't remember a lot about it except for it was a movie. And I'm, I just remember like when saying the word whorehouse, I thought it was kind of, you know. Because <laughs> you could, you're like, not just oh. saying it. Well, in seventh grade, it was like, oh, there's no whorehouse. I can't see that movie. Uh, number four. What do you got? The aforementioned Rocky Three. Rocky Three, yeah. $122 million. Hello. That's, that's a lot of money back in that's 1982. That's a whole lot of money. Yeah. Uh, number three, what do you got? I've got an officer and gentleman. That's what I got. There we go. Yep. Uh, let's see. Number two, Tootsie. Tootsie. I got Tootsie. Yeah. I know we got the same number one. Oh. But uh, Tootsie, yeah, Tootsie, uh, I, that, that was kind of a, you know, and having the guy dressed like a dude, I mean, uh, like a lady. Dustin Hoffman. Dustin Hoffman. Yes. Kind That's of uh, interesting, you know, for 1982. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and 1982, the number one movie was... Kevin, I want to say say that I'm I'm, I'm sorry. I uh, um, I didn't realize that my actions and my words cut so deep. Um, and I um, I just I want to apologize from 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 just the depths of my heart, I just want want you to know that I I, I never <clears throat> meant to, to cause you any extended grief. Because I, I realized sitting through that ET show was so hard on you that how could I do something to even make that worse? And well, first of all, I didn't think that'd be possible. I mean, hearing about the pain, the tears that you expressed in that pivotal scene, he said. Oh, or whatever it was, instead. <clears throat> I just know it was sad, but I know that you know it was sad. The fact that I just threw salt on that wound is just wrong with me on many levels, and I'm, I, I'm, I'm, I'm real sorry, man. I apologize, and I just, I don't want to bring, I don't keep bringing that up. Let's keep it real. Never thought I'd do a podcast with you. <laughs> so, so I, I'm as shocked as you are that we're face to face. Um, but now that we are, uh, I see the air in my way, friend. And I just want to say, uh, take a ride I'm sorry. Sorry. You and me. Yes, the number one movie of 1982 <clears throat> was. E-T. E-T yes. Now that little clip you heard, if you'd like to hear that in its entirety in context, yes. you have to go back to episode number 33, which you can find on your favorite podcast provider. There it is. How'd you like that? I like that. Nice little plug right there. So E.T., everybody loved E.T. E- back in 1982. Everybody loved E.T. And if, if, but to, to reference the plug, I mean... Kevin Knackley really loved the movie. He loved it he, a lot. He loved it more than... He, it than made him emotional. It did. Emotional, it did. so... But you, you can hear that story somewhere else. Yeah, you can. You can. <coughs> and next week, I'm sure Kevin will have some kind of rebuttal. Maybe, possibly. As he's I don't here know. with me yeah. uh, talking I, about 1983 with, uh, with our views. I won't be here. I know. Uh, so you're yes. afraid of Kevin. Well, I'm more afraid of art, but Kevin... 
Kevin. Yeah, he's no, feisty. Art, Art would probably encourage that's any true. teasing. It's his brother-in-law. That's true. He's feisty so, too. Yeah. That's right. Anywho, uh, <laughs> E.T. is a great movie, man. It was uh, it's, it's a it's a it's a classic. It's an icon. You it know? is. Uh, remember I, the E.T. lives buttons everybody wore. E.T. I didn't. Is, a lot of yeah. did. E.T. Did, to sure. then was kind of like Baby Yoda of today. You know what I'm saying? Everyone, everyone, 2020s loving you know the Mandalorian, Grogu, oh, yeah. and back then it was E.T. Well, it was know, E.T. Of course, we did have Yoda back then. But, we did have Yoda, but, but he wasn't as cute. Yeah, and like I don't e. think Mandalorian was on E.T. level. No, of pop culture. No. I mean. We all know and love Mandalorian. Of course. And it's great. And it a is. lot of people are kind of tuned in and mm-hmm. loving it and stuff. In fact, if you have not seen uh, the last episode of Mandalorian. Oh, boy. Oh, my goodness. You're going to feel like you're 12 again. You know what? It was it was the podcast with Aaron when you guys were talking about this. Oh, yeah. That I, I watched the both seasons. and Oh, you woo, didn't watch oh, them before that? No. Love it. We yes. got hooked. We watched. We, like, binged that stuff. It oh, man. So good. That was so a great movie. Very good. Movie. Very good series. So, um, speaking of very good series, yeah, I don't think we've talked about Cobra Kai yet. Cobra Kai. Cobra Kai. Cobra Kai. So, uh, yeah, we, we, wow. you've heard us talk many times about what big fans we are. Me and Matt, we were both tuned into Cobra Kai before mm-hmm. the world caught on. Thank you. We're very proud of that. Thank you. So, before Netflix, it was on YouTube TV for about two years. Right. So they come out, first two seasons, hit Netflix, becomes like this, <laughs> blew up. Everybody right. knows about it now. And so um, episode, uh, season three came out. Season three, <clears throat> which and, was uh, exciting. It was. I watched all ten episodes in one day. There you go. Yeah. I think it took me two or three, but yeah, I got them. I mean, they're I only half hour episodes. Yeah, they're quick. They're so it quick. wasn't like I, I woke up you know, at <clears throat> six o'clock in the morning no, and no, stayed no. up yeah, all night. Quick. It was, but uh, to have having our girl back, baby. Oh, oh come man. on, man! That was spoiler alert. If you haven't watched it, mm-hmm. uh, well, for one, you're living under a rock. Yeah, hello. And for another, if you watch season two, you kind of know, right. see it's coming. Right. My my girlfriend in the '80s. Yes, we dated for quite just, a while. She, a little I, while. I'm not yeah. sure she knew about it. No, but me and not. Elizabeth Shue were kind of an item. I knew you guys were close. We I, were. We were. I, I knew you were close. Man, she to is. Her. She's aged very well. She has. so cute. She has. So, so and, and her role is very pivotal. Actually, it's not just a cameo. It's very no, no, pivotal no, yeah, yeah. to our story. So, mm-hmm. the, um, boy, the way the way season three ended that last. That last episode, good night. I mean, I was so, you get so ticked that you can't go right into season four. Oh, I, I wanted to go. I want to see what's next. Right now. I want to know right now. Yeah. Now, they, they've signed for season four, so we'll get at least season four out of it. Oh. Maybe a year from now. Oh, but it was so know. good. It was, it was so good. But, uh, yeah, season three had a lot of cameos from previous yeah, movies. Yeah, his girlfriend. Um, yeah. His, yeah. Girlfriend uh, from, from uh, Karate Kid Two, yeah, um, yeah, and Chosen, his 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 nemesis, his rival. Yes. That, oh yeah. That, let's be honest. In real life, would have kicked the crap out of Ralph Macchio. Ra- Ralph yeah. Macchio. We, yeah. we just know. Well, Johnny would have too. Mm-hmm. We know that. But anyway, so take our word for it. Um, Cobra Kai, amazing, awesome. Go see it. Go, go go watch it. Go now. Now. Go now. Well, no. When the podcast after is after the podcast, go go have at it. So right now, we're going to go into our discussion, um, our favorite part of the show, 
to me, the best part about the mo- about the eighties is the music. The music. The music. This so, is where the, the the Rob's focus, the the nerdness, the the. Did I say nerd? You did. My bad. It kind of slipped okay. out. But I mean, this is where we talk about the king. It's where we bow down. He knows. He knows the <laughs> I stuff. I don't know about all that. He I, I retain some stuff. But, a little uh, bit. Yeah. So first thing we're going to do before we go into the top um, top five songs of 1982, let's take a look at the other charts. So in 1982, if you're a country music fan, mm-hmm. uh, the number five song. The Sweetest Thing I've Ever Known by Juice Newton. By Juice? That's the name you just ain't heard in a while. Juice it's Newton. It's not. It's not. Juice Newton. So, yeah. So, number four is um, Kenny Rogers with Love Will Turn You Around. Sounds a little bit like Tommy Rich in there. That's what I've heard. I've, yeah. heard, I've heard that Come a couple back, times. back, listen to it. We're not yeah. going to waste all your time on that. Yeah. So, <laughs> number three, Nobody by Sylvia. Now, I remember this being a pop song. I don't remember it being a country hit. Then again, I didn't listen to country, but sometimes, you know, I would hear about crossover stuff and whatever. Uh, number two is one of the best songs, um, I would say, ever. Here we go. Ever. Here, can I give a drum roll? It's going to be loud. Shame on the Moon by Bob Seger and the Silver Bullet Band. Oh, good stuff. That is a great song. It is. Uh, I know it more of a, as a rock song. I know it did a country country crossover. Did not realize it was that big of a hit on the right. countryside, but it was, apparently. Apparently. And number one, Willie Nelson, Always on My Mind. Always on my mind. Always. Come on, Willie. So Willie had quite, quite the career in the 80s. He was... Um, Went as long as he was, you know, sober, I mean, he was making some good. I mean, he's Willie Nelson, man. He is. He's, he is. he's Willie he's freaking Nelson. Yeah, <laughs> he's Willie freaking Nelson. So we're gonna look now at some of the some of the top albums okay. of 1982. All right. um, and we're just gonna go through some of these here, just uh, just to name them, so you'll, you'll know them. Uh, 1999 by Prince. Come out 1982. Yes. <laughs> Le- yeah, he was. He it was futuristic. He, he was very futuristic. Yeah. Uh, he knew it was up. Uh, one of my favorite. Again, in the time period, this was probably my favorite album of that year. Like, not now. I mean, I still love this album, but I don't know if it's my favorite 1982 album anymore. But uh, Rio by Duran Duran. Oh yeah, great, great music. Talk about futuristic. Like, yeah, the the use, uh, the 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 mixing that was done, just the each instrument you pick out. Amazing, amazing album. Uh, another big album that year was a little one called Thriller. Oh, uh, what, what, what was it called? Thriller? Th- thr- Thriller. Thriller. It's called Thriller. I've heard of Huge that. album. Um, it, it's, it is not the number one album of 1982, though. Why is that? It was not released until December 1st of 1982. And it probably still almost beat the rest of them. Uh, it probably <laughs> did. So, in 1983 and 1984, it was the number one selling album. Wow. <laughs> so That's amazing. Yeah. It just, that, so many hits off of there. Such a cultural touchstone was yeah. that album. Uh, kind of amazing. Um, the, uh, another favorite album of mine, looking back, uh, uh, Combat Rock by The Clash. Ooh, love The Clash. Spectacular album. Um, probably my actual number one favorite album of 1982, looking back, 
might be business as usual by Minute Work. Oh, that was a spectacular album. I'm sure, like I, I've missed an album. There could have been something a little bit better, but those are some of the the top, the top. Hey, albums. if you say they're good, they're good. They must be good. They're good. They got to be amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, another favorite, uh, Night and Day by Joel Jack, Joe Jackson. Joe Jack. We, Joel. Who's Joel? Who's Joel? He's some guy that has a podcast about. 80s video games. There he is. Um, yeah, so that that's a good one. Um, Mirage by Fleetwood Mac came out that year. Um, uh, Eye in the Sky by Alan Parsons Project. Mm. Very good album. Uh, Friend or Foe by Adam Ant. That yeah. gave us a song strip. There it is. Yeah. Great song. Or not, not no, that, that wasn't strip. Strip came from the album strip. This would be Goody Two Shoes was on that Good album. Good Two Shoes. So you guys know that one. All right, so that was the the top albums of 1982. Now, I really tried to find soul charts of 1982. Mm-hmm. No luck. Like, I found a source that had Do You Really Want to Hurt Me by Culture Club so as, number, number as one? the number one soul song of 1982. <laughs> now, Boy George, I will give it to him, a very soulful voice. Soulful. I yes. really doubt that was the number one soul song of 1982. Right. Uh, so Unless I, it was like somebody named Trevor and Kenneth. Put the list together somewhere. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> they I mean, probably did. I don't Trevor know. and Kenneth. So yeah. Uh, so we'll skip the soul charts. Maybe we'll get some better information for 1983 mm-hmm. uh, next week on on the soul charts. There so you go. We'll do that. Uh, now uh, we're going to go for the the top five countdown of our five uh, the top five songs. Here we go. Of 1982. Number five. My blood runs cold My memory has just been sold My angel is a centerfold Angel is a centerfold Number five song for 1982 was Centerfold by the Jay Giles Band. Yeah. Did you like this song back then? I, I mean, I, I did, okay, but I, I was a church boy. I was a church kid, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. had to act like we didn't like it. Okay. I never acted like I didn't like oh, you it. Did? I, I no. love this song. <laughs> it was it's a, it's a great song. Yeah, it was it was a great song. It's always been a great it's, song. It's um you know, the 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 music to it was great. The girls in the video dancing around lingerie. Hello. Yeah. That never, was, that yeah, was a good yeah. movie. The one girl looked like Martha Quinn from MTV and they kept saying, That's not Martha Quinn. <laughs> and, but it still looked like her. It wasn't, but it, it kind of looked like her a little bit. So yeah, that was that was a great song. Um that album was good, Freeze Frame. Good it it was. I mean, it's, and that's a very 80s, you just, it that screams 80s. 80s yes, yeah. it does. Yeah, there, you know, there's certain songs, 60s just, songs, 70s songs, 80s. This is a song that you can tell was not made in any other decade no. other than the 1980s. Got that synthesizer blaring out there, but yep. that's good stuff. Super. So yeah, number five is Centerful. Number four. Number four 
Ebony and Ivory by Sir Paul McCartney mm-hmm. and the one and only Stevie Wonder. I mean, you know what? If This was 1982, but if we ever needed a little Ebony and Ivory singing today, huh? I mean, that that's a song. That would be awesome. We need a little more Ebony and Ivory right now. Yeah. Heck yeah. Maybe, maybe a little John Legend and John Mayer. There it is. We are Ebony and Ivory. Please. I'd like to hear those two sing this. I will. Let's, let's ask him. Let's write him, next a, time, well, let's next time write him I, a letter. Well, or I was going to say next time I see him, I'll ask him. I will. I will too. Okay. Like, you know what, Johns? We were kicking it. Yeah. Okay, uh, just, yeah. I'll tell him. I'll tell him. Yeah. So this song get, gets knocked for being a bad song. Like, that song sucks. Like, a lot of people say this is, is not one of the best songs. Really? This is number one for quite a while yes, in it was. 1982. Yes. And it was all over the radio. I, I enjoyed it a great deal. Um, it was know, like number one. I got for tired like... of it because it was played constantly, and part of it was because these two huge mega stars right. are singing on this song, and uh, it was. Um, it was like number one from May fifth to July second. Yeah, that's quite so a the run. summer of eighty two was the summer of Ebony and Ivory. Yeah. <laughs> so if if you didn't hear the song in nineteen eighty two, you did not. You didn't have a radio. radio on. Yeah, you didn't have a radio because it was everywhere. But yeah, it was a. Um, you know, it was a, a, a big, another cultural touchstone, uh, so to speak, because uh, you know everybody in the decade, when you're talking about '80s songs, this is one of the songs that you, that always come to mind. So, For sure, yeah, yeah. So uh, John Legend, John Mayer, you're out there. Let's do it. Let's do it, man. Let's do it. Number three. Number three, a song that has stood the test of time, I Love Rocky Road. What? Uh, wait, I wait, Love Rock and Roll. Rock and Roll. I'm sorry, weird by Rob. Joan Jett and the Black Hearts. Oh, that's good stuff. That is a good song. Man, love me some Joan Jett I, back in the day. I remember wow. when this song came out, I, I, I specifically remember hanging out with my tape recorder trying to record this thing on the radio. Trying to catch it, yeah. Trying to catch it, because I mean, it was... Because <laughs> you had to play and record at the same time. Yep. Yeah, yeah you yeah. did. Play and oh, record. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, back then, and on the pop charts, there weren't a lot of rockier songs like this. So us young kids, you know, mm-hmm. 15, 14, 15 years old back then, were listening to music, and this thing came on. I remember it was like the, like the early part of the winter of 82. Um... It's like we thought we were listening to some serious rock and roll music. Like, oh, yeah. This is, this is rough as ACDC. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. Still like that song today. Oh, Joan for Jett, sure. Uh, rock and Roll Hall of Famer. And she loves rock and roll. She does love it. And she has probably sung that song so many times she probably hates it. She probably does. But uh, we don't. And the Black Hearts. We love the Black Hearts. We love the Black Hearts. Yeah. We don't know none of their names, but no, we but still we, love them. But we love them because they're with Joan Jett, and we know she loves rock, rock and, and roll. roll. Yes. Yeah. Number two. Bam, 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 bam,
and stuff right That's there. That's an amazing if, if song. If you don't know what that song is, come on! Oh my goodness, Survivor, Eye of the Tiger, Rocky Three. Oh, and, and we sound just like them, I know. I, we I, sound exactly I, like them. I, very similar, very yeah. similar. That's good stuff. <laughs> that makes me want to work out. <laughs> could he say it was you want to sit back here with some popcorn yeah, and watch you okay, work out? I, so couldn't, I, I couldn't say it was straight face. Yeah. No. So, Hulk Hogan, Mr. T, yes. Survivor, mm-hmm. all owe their careers to Rocky Three. Yes, we Rocky had never III. heard of Survivor until this song, who went on to have a pretty decent little career of yeah, their own. They did. Thanks to Eye of the Tiger. Eye of the Tiger. So that's, uh, you know, everybody... Yeah, Good stadium song, yep. sporting events. That's still. good stuff. I mean, that, um, that's workout song. song. Oh, that's a great. Song. I just, I just, I just picture outside of Rocky Three, a bunch of people in an '80s gym wearing like leg warmers mm. and lifting weights and and doing stuff like that. Kind of. Um, I watched Wonder Woman '84. Oh yeah, yeah, me too. The other night. Yeah, me too. It wasn't as bad as they everyone said. was seeing how terrible it yeah, was. Yeah, so I was I was right. ready for the worst movie ever, right. but because I'm a fan of you know all the comic book movies, yeah. I'm watching it. Low expectations. Like it. it was yeah. good. Yeah, uh, they did a good job with uh, some of the styles and fashions. Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought so. Kristen Wiig. Oh, did a great job. She did. Yeah, she she uh, she was one of the definite bright stars of the movie. Very much so. So I I really enjoyed it. Uh, it was a really decent movie. Was there uh, a connection to um, Eye of the Tiger? With no, that? no, there wasn't. Oh, that's just uh, a little Wonder yeah, Woman well, tandem. <laughs> well, you know, it, I, I'm thinking of the people working out in the gym scene. Like, okay. Eye of the Tiger should have been playing. There. Okay, that's the, what you, I was getting. There you go. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for reeling me back in there, buddy. I'm just kind of curious. Kind of curious. Kind of curious. <laughs> so yeah, uh, not a lot to be said. They're Canadian. And when he says Canadian, he means. They're from Chicago. Oh, yes, they are. I'm such a big Survivor fan, I should have known that. What's wrong with me? Hello. Okay. A little fact check there. All okay. right. Eye of the Tiger. Live it, love it, know it. Number one. I love me some Olivia Newton-John. <laughs> Olivia Newton-John what? with physical. Oh, yes, yes, yes. yes the, yes, the number one go. song of 1982. It was El Numero Uno. I mean, it was the yes. uh, start of the year off. That brought us into the year, actually. Yeah, it was the last number one song of 81 and the first one of 82. It it straddled those, uh, those years. Yeah. Uh, this was part of the fitness craze. We mm-hmm. mentioned the Jane Fonda workout book earlier. We yep, mentioned yep. the gym scene, scene the, the, in Wonder yeah, Woman this 84. Is the video with the leg warmers. I mean, like the muscular when, when, guys. When they show the 80s clips from working out and aerobic stuff, you're going to see people in this video with, you know, the stereotypical, the leotards and the, the leg warmers, headbands. And the headbands. Yeah. Yeah. It's like when if you have an '80s party, you can watch this video of how to dress. Pretty it, much, yes. If if aliens are coming to our planet, mm-hmm. wondering how the '80s were, they just need to watch this video and that they're set. Let's get physical, baby. Let's do it, mm, man. Yes. So uh, we were talking, um, like we'd like to do around here. Um, we we read off the top five songs of yep, the '80s, yep, sure, sure, of, of each year. But we want to go through some other songs. 
because like some of my favorite songs, it, it, we're going to go on the top 100 list. We'll keep it pretty safe because a lot of my songs weren't even on the charts. You guys don't know them. But um, Jack and Diane. Oh, yeah. Little, love that song. John little, Cougar. Little Diddy. Yeah, about little, Jack and Diane. Little Diddy. Love well, John it. Cougar, or John Mellencamp, as yeah. we know him now, the number seven and the number eight song with that and uh, uh, Hurt So Good. Oh. Those two songs, back-to-back, great songs. Great album. American Fool, awesome album. Oh, I, I like this song. I know you love this one yes. from 82. It's, you, I, I, you guys, if I had a nickel for every time I caught him singing this song... Um, well, I don't know how much I have, but but Mickey from Tony Basil. Oh, Mickey. Oh, that's one of the worst songs of all time. I think I you love it. I, th- I think I you love can't. it. I can't. I like, and what I love is the way you act like you can't stand it, but I know. You know I can see the told, love in your eyes. Truth be told, when that song came out, oh, I thought, Mickey, oh, this is cool. This is kind of catchy. Tony Basil's kind of cute. Yeah. But the more they played it, mm-hmm. the more I hated it. Yeah. Because they wore that thing out. A little bit. A little yeah, bit. I just I, I, I worked with uh, old Mickey Burley, and uh, I sang it to him quite quite some time. Did he get mad at you? I think he got used to it. I think I think if your name was Mickey, you went through a period of your life where you probably hear this song. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So yeah, and, and if they weren't calling him that, they're calling him Mickey Mouse. Either or. So Jeez. I'd go with Tony Basil. So yeah. So another another big hit from uh, 1982, uh, "Tainted Love," <gasps> soft sell. Dude, okay. Guilty Pleasure. It's one of my favorite songs. I love this song. It is one of my favorite this, songs. This is the, the number 11 song of 1982, but it only peaked at number 8. But it's number 1 in my heart. It is. It spent a then record 43 weeks on the charts. Wow. So it just kind of like never went away for almost an entire year. So, I mean, such a good song. Oh, yeah. I remember uh, I talked about our trip to Washington, D.C. with my church youth group playing this on the jukebox in this pizza place we went to there oh yeah the things you remember you know, I'm telling you it sticks out Tainted Love I just I I love that song yeah. just, uh, another little twofer here on the list little Hall of Notes uh, I Can't Go For That uh, and then also we've got uh, Little Man Eater they, they were both top you know in, in, in 82 I have seen Hall of Notes in concert two or three times mm-hmm. they put on a Heck of a show! Oh yeah, and they like they recruited some of the best musicians mm-hmm. um, available. Uh, if you just go um, T Bone T Bone Wolk, easy for me to say. Yep. Yeah, yeah. G E Smith. Yeah. You know him from the Saturday Night. Oh Night yeah, 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 yeah. So those guys were were with Hall and Oates, and and uh, my my friend Steve Culver. Yes. Uh, we were we were talking one time. He was my talking to, to a music guy. And he was, uh, Steve was like a rock and roll guy back in the early 80s. And, and they were talking about um, about how uh, you know, different bands and sounds, you know, sounded a certain way. And, and this, this guy told him, he's like, if you want to hear some of the best crafted music out there, listen to a Hall & Oates album. Oh, yeah. And when you do, he's right, when you do, you hear it just everything. The harmonies are done perfectly. The music is orchestrated wonderfully the producing the mixing and the concerts are the same way because mm-hmm. a lot of concerts are loud and overbearing not Hall Notes concert you can hear every voice every musical instrument it, it is it's it's a great experience well and you got me turned on to, to watching uh, live at Daryl's house oh that's which wonderful. I've been I've been catching up on all those and man that's just 
Good stuff, man. It is. Big it hole is. in those fan. I am, too. I am, too. Uh, another good song from back then. Abracadabra. I want to reach out and grab you. I want to reach out and grab you. A little Steve Miller right there. Steve Miller band. Yes. I love Steve Miller. That's good. Um, I, I know, oh, again, I mean, I, you sang Mickey a lot. Oh, yeah. But I, I can remember just riding around in, in a car with you in the 80s and hearing you bust out a little Lionel Richie singing Truly. Who didn't? That's what I'm saying. That's yeah. what I'm saying, man. It was good times, man. You would hit <laughs> so, that high note. So here's, here's how my brain works. What? Here's how my brain works. So my, uh, my sister-in-law, Susan, mm-hmm. she has a horse named Truly. Okay. In my mind... I picture Susan riding this horse, singing in slow motion with Lionel Richie's "Truly", Truly going on. <laughs> the That's good. That's beautiful. Crazy. Right um, yeah, your mind's scary. The number one hundred song of nineteen eighty-two is one of my favorite rock songs, "Edge of Seventeen by Stevie Nicks. Oh man, that song, I love that song. I I have never gotten tired of that. Song. Oh yeah, no, that's a great, great, yes. great, great song. I yep. like that a lot. Oh, uh, see, there's some others. A bunch of uh, half of me to say I'm sorry. A uh, little Chicago. Uh, you no? know, I liked it at the time. Okay. okay. It, 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 it I don't there. think it's aged very well. Okay. I'm I mean, I like it. a lot of Chicago. I'm not yeah. afraid to shame, ashamed to admit that. But but that's one uh, kind of. Well, what I don't like about that is like towards the end when we get there, we're going to jump in the air. Yeah. It's like that. You've taken a love song and or and, and turned it into this little. Whatever that is, Why? I, don't, I don't like Why? it. I don't. They ruined it. I'll tell you a guilty pleasure from 1982. What's that? Any day now by Ronnie Millsap. Oh, there you go. That That's was a... that was the number 83 yeah. song <laughs> of 1982. Love it. I, you know what? You know this one here. This one was on top of the charts for just two weeks. But uh, the minute work. Who can it be now? Uh huh. I mean, that's that's good. Yep. I, I uh, knocking at my door. I love, I love that one. it. I, you know what? I love Men at Work. Yeah. The first album, that cargo album, the second one after it, amazing. Just amazing. Uh, the number 79 song, Every Little Thing She Does Is Magic by The Police. You know it is. Yes. You know it is. Oh, yeah. Uh, that that song, I, I remember when that album came out, the video, just just a wonderful, wonderful song. Um Love, love mm-hmm. me some police. I do too. I do too. <laughs> <laughs> love me some police. <laughs> All right. So I, I have one song I wanted to save to the very Okay, end. sure. What do you got? Right, what do you it? have any more? No, I'm go. good. I'm good. Okay. So I want to pay special attention before we do that. Number 88 was Oh Pretty Woman by Van Halen. Oh. But the one I wanted to talk about. Is the number seventy three song? Yes, seventy three song in nineteen eighty two. Yeah. Don't stop believing. By Journey. Come on, number seventy three. Number seventy three. This is the most known song of the eighties today. Right. In retrospect, you look back. Uh, This song, I think, got to like. I think it peaked at number 11, I want to say, number 8. Never uh, made it to number 1. No, it peaked at number 9. Wow. At, everybody knows the song. Everybody. From the beginning to the end, it is the song 
that it's an anthem. everybody knows. It's an anthem. Everybody yeah. loves it. Yeah. Uh, if you're listening to an 80s station mm-hmm. or you're watching a TV show or a movie. Politicians want to use this song They do. The they get yeah. in trouble for it. Yes, they do. Uh, but this, this, is, this song kind of... Uh, is the epitome of the 80s. It typifies yep. the whole vibe of the 80s in 1982. 73. I've got I've got the Journey Escape cassette on so, my shelf. I just right noticed here. it a little bit ago. Yeah. Right here. So that is that's our outro song this week. There it is. That is an amazing song. It has been an amazing time with you, Matt. Love me some Journey. Got anything you want to tell our people before we leave? You know what? I, I just um 82 is a good year. I hope you guys enjoyed uh, looking at it as much as 1982. Love me some 82. Love it. All right, guys. (laughs) Until next week, I will be back with Uh, Kevin and Art. Kevin and Art. Talking all about 1983. Until then, don't stop believing. Don't stop. Don't stop believing. Number eight. Yeah. <laughs> Falcon Crest. Falcon Crest. That's great. <laughs>